Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. Um, I'm presenting a daily lesson for you, and it is called Dietary Laws and Changing Your Diet. Now, this within itself is a hell of a lesson. It's a hell of a lesson, and I could actually have so many parts to this, but I'm learning not to be so long-winded. That's number one. And number two, um, uh, instead of just doing this long, drawn-out two to three-hour lesson, I'm trying to shorten them. And I want to put the dietary laws um, in as um, fasting, detoxing, and eating smarter. Um, in regards to dietary laws for the children of Israel. Now that's a, that's a mouthful within itself, but it's important to discuss and there will be another part, but I'll, I'll name it later. But for right now, it's the dietary laws and changing your diet. Now we're going to get right into it. And I'm not really going to have a, um, an announcement. <laughs> I'm just going to get into it. Okay. Um, like I said, dietary laws and changing your diet. Why is this important for the children of Israel? Just really for anybody, but more so for the children of Israel. I already told you everything is contingent on the children of Israel. Why is it important? Number one, well, I already, I, I named it inside this lesson. But I want to say it's important because there's a lot of GMOs now. There's a lot of um, foods that are not real, frankenfoods. That's what they call them. And um, a lot of our children are eating them. And we don't know what the long-term effects are. I mean, there's so many things that's going on with cancers and all this other stuff that we really need to be careful of what we're eating. And right now, we are in the time of uncertainty so we don't know what's going to happen. We really don't. I mean, um, there was a few announcements and they continue to be a full insecurities. We, are, we understand that because we understand that this is Bible prophecy. But um, we didn't get to the prophets yet, which they have a whole host of information. But what I'm saying now, which is very important, and I'm trying to base my daily lessons on the important um, daily life that we live in. And, and what you eat is important. Um, I might have to 
stop every once in a while. But um, hopefully that this lesson will go, <laughs> go smoothly. Okay. Um, I'm practicing trying not to be so winded. So let's just move forward. Okay. Fasting and detoxing from food is as natural as breathing for the children of Israel, as it is written in their history book, the Old Testament. This wasn't even a thought for the forefathers because back then there were no grocery stores, farmers markets, bodegas, or any store to buy anything quick. You had to grow your own stuff. Um, and you had to have your own livestock. I mean, that, that justified you as being, um, depending on how much love livestock you had. Even if you had one goat or one whatever, or two, you were good because you could eat. You know, if you had that cow and that bull, or you had those two goats, or you had those two sheep, whatever it was, okay, male and female. This will help you build your um, livestock. And you also planted, so that, that's how you ate. There was no stores, no stores. So that's how you ate. So um, you grew everything yourself. Um, and just like the scriptures say, Shaul says, who they call Paul, if you don't work, you don't eat. And that's 2 Thessalonians 3 and 10. The King James, I'll tell you when it's not the King James, because I have mixed it up so that you know it in plain language. But anyway, the scripture says, um, for even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if you would not work, neither should you eat. So that is not something new, honey. If you're not working, you're not going to eat. Because remember, there was no stores around. So you either get there and you watch those livestock, you rear those livestock, you take care of those livestock, and you get in that field. Everybody had a job, get in the field, and you um, did what you needed to do because that's how you ate. So this was a literal statement because you had to work the garden in the field to eat as well as take care of your clean animals, okay? That's gonna come into play later. Both the Old and the New Testaments, you see that the children of Israel were watching what they were eating. But my, have things changed from back then to now. Ooh, they changed. Today is really different than those biblical days. We live in a microwavable society and everything has to be fast. Now think about all the things that you have to do in a day. Think about everybody you had to care for. And I'm just talking about the head of the household, whoever you may be, woman, man, woman and man. If you're the head of the household, you got 5,000 things to do. The last thing you're thinking about is sitting down cooking a whole big meal for somebody. I mean, it used to be like that back in the days, but people don't think about that, okay? So we live in a microwave society and everything has to be fast, fast, fast because of our lifestyles. There was literally no time to sit down and eat a home-cooked meal, let alone make one, okay? Up until 2019, that is. Remember what happened in 2019, honey? That changed everything. 
prior to that, the children of Israel, and I'm concentrating on the children of Israel because the children of Israel, everything is contingent on them. And since the scriptures are about them, I'm going to be concentrating on them. But always remember, the Most High said he has two flocks. So there's Gentiles in there too. So just understand it. Okay, even though I'm concentrating on the children of Israel, there's two flocks going. Okay. Okay, prior to that, the children of Israel were doing uh, the following behind everyone else. They were following behind everyone else, like I said. Okay, now since the children of Israel currently live in the land of their captivity, especially Yahuda, um, they really can't eat the things that they were directed to eat, especially if um, they're not keeping their own gardens and livestock. Okay, and before I get into the American diet, I want to discuss the scriptural dietary laws. The laws listed within the books of Leviticus and Deuteronomy, which is Leviticus 11 and Deuteronomy 14 discusses the laws, dietary laws, gives you an indication of the most High's direction um, to the children of Israel to um, what to eat and what to avoid. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will read pieces of it. But just know there's a reason why uh, the children of Israel are in a food emergency at this time. There's a reason. Okay, so Leviticus um, 11 and 3 goes, whatsoever part, this is just specifics, whatsoever parts the hoof and is cloven footing and choose the cud, that means grass, among the beasts that you shall eat, i.e. birds such as chickens, lamb, cows, roebucks, ducks, pheasants, turkeys, and more can be consumed, okay? It also says something about insects, but I'm not going to discuss no day on insects because there's only one type and it's just like one or two types of locusts that you can eat and I'm not going there because gross. But um, this is the Levitical laws, okay? If it doesn't chew the cud and it doesn't, and I'm talking about as far as beef is concerned, not the chickens. If it doesn't chew the cud and it doesn't have that cloven hoof, you're not supposed to eat it, okay? So Leviticus 11 and Deuteronomy 14 discusses the laws. I'm not gonna go into it because I don't want it to be extra long. So um, Leviticus 11, 9 through 12 says, these shall you eat all that are in the waters. This is the waters now. Um, whatever has fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, in the rivers, them shall you eat. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas, in the rivers, and in the waters, of all that move in the waters, and of any living thing which is in the waters, they shall be an abomination to you. So let me let me break that down in simple English. If it don't have no fins and it don't have scales, it should not be going in your mouth. Now think about all of the things that live in the water. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that lives in the water. Think about all those things that live in the water. And most I said only fins and scales. There are so many other things that live in the water that people are eating. But remember, everything is, going to uh, everything is contingent on the children of Israel, and that Bible is the children of Israel, especially the Old Testament. That is their, um, their um, history. 
So the most high was telling their forefathers, I don't want them eating certain things. Now I haven't finished, but 11 says, they shall not, they, they shall be an abomination unto you. Um, you shall not eat their flesh, but you shall have their carcasses in abomination. Whatsoever have no fins, no scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination to you, children of Israel. If it ain't a piece of fish with fins and scales, because catfish does not have fins and scales. It may have fins, but it don't have scales. It has skin. And that's what people like. People love catfish and it has skin like me and you. Skin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And I could just go on about whatever else is in there that people are eating. But that's like a delicacy. I don't know why, but that's like one. So I'm telling you, catfish is another. Okay. If it does not have fins and it doesn't have scales, it has to have fins and scales, not just fins. Okay or just scales. It has to have both. That's how you could tell. And the, the other one, which is um, land um, clean meats, it has to have the foot as far as beef is concerned. It has to have the hoof that is um, cloven footed and it has to chew the cud. What is cud? Grass. It has to eat grass. Why does the most, most high say that? Because you don't want the most high I'm going to go into this again. I'm trying to save that for later, but the, the most high said he lives in you. How can he live in an abominable temple? He can't. Remember, he's a spirit. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. How can you hear the Ruach if the Ruach is not in you? If the Ruach is not, that's how the Ruach talks to you. The, the Ruach comes to you in your temple and talks to you. How can that happen when you're defiling the temple? That's just like living in your house and you're a, um, what a, a hoarder. Now, nothing against that because that's a pathology, but it has to be a clean dwelling place. Living in, and I'm not going to go into that because there might be a hoarder listening to me and I'm not saying anything bad to you, but you have to have a clear, clean temple for the most high to dwell in and the most high is the father the son and the ruach which they call but he's actually the father the truth and the word okay but how can he live in your temple if it's not clean it has to be clean it has to be clean so no abominable thing has to be in there and you eating abominable things is making it hard for the ruach to be to live in you because Yeshua says that the Most High is in you. He's not there if you're eating those foods. No, he's not. Okay? And, and show me where he is. Because he's saying he's not. Okay? And there's also something else in there that said, oh, we can eat anything. But they are, they are misinterpreting what is being said. Okay? So, there's so many things wrong with that. Like, people are just backwards. They just, they're not being led by the Most High. They're just not. Because they just go into the New Testament and putting everything together. If that was the case, if the New Testament or even the Old case Testament was the case, why would there be different books? Remember, there's different books. Why wouldn't it just read like a novel and just have, you know, just keep going, flowing? Because it's meant to be different books to different people. 
Okay, that's this is the part of how the devil fooled the world now. Getting back to what I was saying in regards to these dietaries. Animals that are unclean should be avoided as they are bad for your health. Literally, that's why the Most High tells the children of Israel what to eat and what not to eat, specific things. Your health should... Um, your health should be um, paramount, okay? You should always be thinking about what you, you um, should eat. It should not be, um, oh, I'm just gonna go eat this and just go eat it because there's consequences behind your actions of eating various things. And unfortunately, during this time of uncertainty, but even, it, even if it wasn't a time of uncertainty, Say like if this was 2010 or just 2000, you would still be just eating whatever you want because that's how uh, the Eurocentric diet is. And I'm gonna get into that. Okay. Um, various foods should be avoided at all costs, children of Israel. And these include pigs, horses, rabbits, squirrels, cats, and other things. Popular seafood that should not be eaten includes shrimp, lobster, catfish, squid, crabs, oysters, um, and other shellfish. Okay, um, health and longevity. Question, why would the Most High tell the children of Israel what to eat and what to avoid? The answer is there's multiple reasons. But three crucial reasons why is number one, and they're not, they're not in order. I just put them in the order that I believe was uh, essential, but it's really not in any order. But you understand why, because the most high can't live in your uh, temple with the nonsense. But I'll, I'll keep going. Your body is your temple, like I said, and that is where the Ruach resides. So your body is not your own, okay? It says that in the scriptures. That's 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. What you know not that your body is the temple of the most high, excuse me, oh well, of the most high, the Ruach HaKadosh, okay? And they're all, all three, they're one, okay? All three of them is one. So I'll read it again. 1 Corinthians 6 and 19, what? Ye not know that your body is the temple of the Ruach HaKadosh, which is in you, which ye have of the Most High, and ye are not your own. So basically, in regular language, it's saying your body is the temple of the Most High, okay? You're not your own. You don't own this body. The Most High gave it to you on loan, because when it's time for you to go, you'll be going, Okay. Everybody who walks this earth has a time limit. And while you're here, it's kind of like a, somebody lending you something. Somebody with money and prestige lending you something. Now they want to get it back as good as they gave it back, gave it to you. Okay, so the Most High is giving you your body because you're the little light. You are the little light and the Father is the Father of lights. So he's giving the little light, this little body to live on earth. Now I want to get it back the way I gave it to you, okay? This little light is going to be a little, little seed, and then it's going to grow. Then you're going to become a human being, and then um, you're going to stay that human being for a certain amount of time, and then you got to get that body back. It goes right back in the ground. So that's how it works. And he wants it back in good working order because he can't 
talk to you, be with you, walk with you, and advise you if your temple is foul and infested. He can't. Now, I could go many ways with that, okay? As far as talk, I mean, eating, and as far as um, uh, sexual sin and fleshly sin, but I'm not gonna go there. We just talk about food, okay? Number two, the dietary laws was for your own good because of the climate that you lived in. And this was a part of the laws, the precepts, statutes, and commands of the Most High. So breaking the law came with consequences. And we understand that because we were uh, in the book of uh, Leviticus and in the book of Deuteronomy. We just finished Deuteronomy. So that was all about that. That's what it was. The Most High gave those laws and wanted the children of Israel at that time to listen to the laws. I already told you that was the beginning of the end because you know they didn't listen or else I wouldn't be here explaining this to you. <sighs> you know they didn't listen to that. This is why, this is the problem. So uh, with, with the breaking of the law comes the consequences and the repercussions and honey, nobody could do you like the most high could do you. And I mean doing you in, okay, not good. <laughs> doing you. This is why somebody could walk down the street and kill somebody and nobody do a damn thing. This is why a police officer could put their uh, knee in somebody's neck and nobody do a damn thing. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Okay? So like I said, we're breaking the lower statutes, precepts, and commands. It comes with consequences. Okay? And since the children of Israel didn't listen, there were curses placed upon them for the insubordinations. And you already know that from Deuteronomy. This is why I broke down that book of Deuteronomy, chapter, verse, everything. I broke it down. If you didn't hear it, please go, because it was um, 16, um, 16 parts. Go listen to them. I did two parts each, each and um, on, when we got to chapter 28, I did that by itself. It's the longest chapter in the book of Deuteronomy, and it's the most important simply because that's the blessing and the curses of the children of Israel. Not only will you know who the children of Israel are, you'll be able to follow the curses that's on them right today because the curses didn't go away. They still there. Uh -huh. And so are these dietary curses too. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So the blessings and the curses within the books of Leviticus and Deuteronomy, which we just finished. And number three, um, the Most High gives you, um, tells you about these um, dietary laws because um, it's for your own health. He's trying to do you a favor. Whether you know it or not, you are what you eat. And the American diet today is not going to do you any good, especially it's changing. It's changing. It really is. And health is wealth. And that is not just a catchy slogan. It has always been the truth since biblical days. When the Most High stated that if you eat right, you will live a healthy and long life. Okay, and that's not the actual quote, but I'm just saying. So I'm gonna quote this Deuteronomy 4 and 40. It says, thou, and this is the King James Version, thou shalt keep therefore his statutes and his commandments which I command ye this day, that it may go well with you, it says thee, but well with you and with your children after you, and that you may prolong your days upon the earth, which the Most High Yah gave you forever. Now, why would I say that? Because a part of the law 
statute precepts and command is to eat right. And I already gave you three reasons, which there's so many other reasons. Like I said, I'm trying to stop being so um, long-winded. These two and three hour lessons. Okay. So um, 1 Corinthians 10 and 31 says, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all in the glory of the most high. Now, why did he say that? Why did uh, Shaul say that? And for anybody who's wondering who Shaul is, it's Paul. His name is not Paul. I already told you those um, names are changed. The only names that haven't been changed in that Bible is the prophets. Now ask yourself why. Now we're going to keep moving. Anyway, Shaul is saying this to the Corinthians. So, and remember, Shaul is the uh, apostle to the Gentiles. So he's telling the Corinthians because they're Gentiles now. Okay, he's telling them, glorify the most high and follow, you know, being with the most high is more than eating and drinking because the need for eating, the need for drinking, the desire to do it can uh, lead to gluttony. So what should be more important than anything eating and drinking is the most high. The word of the most high because remember yeshua said he is the living water and he is the bread so that's what you should be partaking don't fleshly have fleshly desires okay and and too much eating too much drinking is not good for you you know that anyway genesis 1 and 29 again from the king james version is the most high said behold i have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you shall be for me. Now, let me break it down in regular English. The most high said, eat herbs and the things that grow on the trees. Did he see, did he say anything about meat? He's saying the meat is the, the herbs on the trees. Now, let me just stop and put a little pin in that right there. There's a lot of beans that grow under the ground and um, peanuts and all of this other stuff. And we ain't talking about allergies. We just talk about foods. There's a lot of things that's in the ground that has just as much protein as meat or more. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And this may go against the uh, Eurocentric way of thinking and eating. But you have to understand the children of Israel are not Eurocentric. They are two different people. I already told you the devil fools the whole world. The children of Israel do not come from uh, uh, Europe. They are not Eurocentric at all. They are melanated children. The Shem line, the line of Shem, okay? All the lines is melanated. But that Eurocentric, and we're going to get into that lesson. We're going to get into the lesson of how Europe became Europe, but I ain't doing that right now. I'm just talking about the children of Israel. The children of Israel are not Eurocentric. They melanated people that don't know who they are. Their ancestors never listened, and since they never listened, now their children don't know who they are. That's a part of the curses. There's so many curses. I could just name it all day, and I'm not going to go there. I'm trying to focus <laughs> on these dietary laws, okay? <laughs> okay. So, 
following a diet and you're not meant to uh, follow is going to lead into disaster. And that's what's happening right now. But anyway, detoxing and fasting is a part of a healthy diet also. But I'm not going to discuss that because uh, that will be the part for another lesson. I already told you. Okay. Just know that this, this is a part of the dietary law, detox and fasting. That's a part of the dietary laws. Okay. And that's also how to get rid of devils. And I ain't going to get into that. But just know. Okay. And forgive that noise. My husband is always coming in this house when I'm doing a lesson. Anyway. Okay. Does diet matter? The children of Israel were provided specific things to eat and ways of living. They were given various ways of eating and to choose various eating habits at various times to eat. Um, approximately 10 to 15 years ago, there was no such thing as quote unquote superfoods. There was just food, but according to the Eurocentric diet, vegetables was something that they didn't eat. They didn't eat a lot of vegetables. The Eurocentric diet is not a lot of vegetables, but the uh, children of Israel, that's what it was. Straight up vegetables and a little bit of meat. As a matter of fact, around the world, that's how it is, in a lot of melanated countries, that's how it is. More vegetables than meat. In Eurocentric countries, it's more meat than vegetables. And they keep telling you, eat, eat, eat three days a week. I mean, three times a day, this, that, that. And that's not how it was in the melanated areas. And I'm not even talking about the children of Israel. It's just melanated areas. Because you, the things that you're being taught as the Eurocentric way, remember, this is the fourth kingdom. And the Eurocentric way is the wicked way. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It just is. It says it in the book of Daniel. It says it in Ezra. It says it in um, Jeremiah. It says it in Daniel, Ezra, Jeremiah, and um, Barak. All of them. The fourth kingdom is a Eurocentric. Uh, it left it. The fourth kingdom later on being dismantled is the Eurocentric West. And a part of that Eurocentric way is, um, you know, part of living is the way that they eat. And the children of Israel, when they eat that Eurocentric way, it leads to disaster. And it just is what it is. Okay. So they didn't, they don't eat a lot of um, vegetables and stuff like that. And the first thing they do, please close the door, is that um, they'll, um, you, get things like kale and um, whatever, Brussels sprouts, stuff like that. And they'll call it a superfood. Whereas the children of Israel, um, they've been eating um, a specified diet since the beginning. And the only reason why the children of Israel who are scattered all over the four corners of the earth, which is Yahuda, the only reason why they eat in the food of their captives is because they're forefathers didn't listen to them a lot. Even when, and I can only speak to the people about the people in the United States, because that's where I am. When the children of Israel came in bondage and they, uh, as they continued to live in the United States and they had 
generations after generations. I could just speak for them and specifically for my own family and me because I don't know what people's doing, but because they were hardly given anything, they had to eat whatever was available. But a lot of times they ate vegetables because meat was like um, something that was a treat. And they didn't even really get meat. It was scraps. So that's where all this pig feet and hog morgue and all this other nonsense came from. Because they never ate that. That pig is an abominable animal. So they wasn't even supposed to eat it. But I'm gonna read this, I'm gonna read the prophecy after all of this. At the end, I'm gonna read the prophecy with the most high told Ezekiel, who is a major prophet, what's gonna happen to the children of Israel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it. Just hold on. So um, for the most part, um, the children of Israel who are scattered, and I would say as a, as a um, descendant of the children of Israel who are scattered, I know when I was growing up, and like I said, I can't answer for anybody else, but I know when I was growing up, we ate a lot of vegetables and a lot of beans. We did. A lot of vegetables and a lot of beans. My um, family members that lived in the South they held gardens, they held large fields. And a lot of times they sell, they sold what they grew. And I mean, tobacco and everything, they sold it all. I'm from New York. <laughs> so when we went down there, it was something big. So um, like I said, there, there was a lot of vegetables eaten. And I know me personally, I didn't eat a lot of things because I had a hernia. So I couldn't eat anything. I was a string bean. So um, just certain things I could eat. A lot of vegetables, but certain vegetables I couldn't. And a lot of things I just couldn't eat. But that was because I had an issue. But our family, just my family, my, my parents and my sisters and, and myself, we ate a lot of uh, what you can consider healthy food. Um, not a lot of meat. I didn't hardly eat a lot of meat because it just sat in my stomach. But um, we didn't eat a lot of meat. We had a lot of vegetables and we had beans and the way that my mother cooked, because we had a large family, the way that my mother cooked, if I describe the foods that we ate, you would say, well, good, and we wasn't rich at all. She was, you would say, well, she knew how to make her money stretch and she knew what to feed you to make sure that you was nourished. Because the stuff that you're eating today is not nourishing. So you can actually be malnourished and keep eating all the junk that you eat because the food that you're eating doesn't have, it, ha it might have calories, but it doesn't have nutrition in it. There's no nutrition in the food that you eat. So when my mother was feeding us as we was growing up, it was nutritious, okay? And it, it was filling. So my mother strategically did this. You know, and she did it so well, you just didn't think about it until you had to think about it. Like now, because I'm grown now and I'm thinking about all the things that we ate and it was nutritious. We hardly ever went to McDonald's. We didn't do any of those things until we got bigger, not only because of socioeconomics, but because my mother knew it wasn't, eat, it wasn't good. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't eat any of that. I don't eat any fast food. Okay. Once in a while, I'll eat a French fries from five guys. Okay, but I don't, I, 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 I don't eat any 
fast food nothing. Okay, I stopped eating fast food burgers, any anybody's burgers, when I was 10 years old. I didn't eat any of that. So I'm just saying that to say, from back then, um, the children of Israel, and I could just say for myself, because I didn't live in everybody's house, ate a lot of vegetables because um, the average person had a socioeconomic um, issue. And I would say issue, even though I, I won't say lack, I would just say issue because uh, socioeconomics in the children of Israel's, um, and I'm not going to say black, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, in the children of Israel's community, the average person had a socioeconomic lack. So with that, you have to be strategic in the foods that you feed in your children. And uh, these fast foods is not gonna do it, baby. It might fill you up, but it has no nutritional value. And ain't gonna do nothing but make you sick. And like I said, health is wealth. So a smart person or even a savvy person, I'm not gonna say smart, I'm just gonna say a savvy person, would feed their children something um, that's nutritious and not just fun because advertising makes everything fun and you know there's gmos and all kinds of franken foods out there so back to what i was saying okay so um the eurocentric diet it doesn't it consists more of meat than vegetables it's trying to change and it has changed a few times it actually has because i have taken um in my undergrad um, nutrition courses and even now so um, it has changed. The um, food pyramid has changed um, once or twice. <laughs> and um, to me and to the um, dietary laws of the scriptures, it hasn't changed enough. But as far as United States goes and probably Eurocentric ways, I don't know what's going on in Europe, but the Eurocentric way in the United States it has changed. And they calling these regular vegetables superfoods, which I don't understand because we knew it was already a quote unquote superfood. You're supposed to be eating it. We knew this. We knew that you're supposed to be eating vegetables. So there was no such thing, especially in um, our community, as a superfood. I mean, they say it, but is it really a superfood? It's been that way. It, there's nothing new about those vegetables, about kale and collard greens and all. It's nothing new. We just been eating them. <laughs> now all of a sudden they superfoods. Anyway, I'm gonna move on. Okay, so um, it's more about the meat, Eurocentric diet. Um, but if you look at the nutritional um, value of it, like I said, a lot of fat, a lot of processed stuff. It's not as clean as you think it is. So, um, their dietary plan on how you should eat um, has changed, like I say. And um, the children of Israel are following everybody else and deviating from the historical biblical laws, the dietary laws of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. The problem is that the children of Israel are not European, okay? And their diet does not agree with their forefathers. Their European diet does not agree with the biblical laws of Deuteronomy and Leviticus, okay? And um, when you start eating stuff that you shouldn't eat, it's gonna end in disaster. 
So um, whatever your forefathers was told to eat and how to eat it is not congruent with the, um, the, um, the food that you're eating today, okay? Meaning it does not coincide with what your forefathers' diet was. And this diet is li likely to kill you, okay? The diet that you have right now is likely to kill you, children of Israel, and it is. So um, there are also various ways of living a healthy life. These are the things that are important to live healthy. Eating right, fasting, sleeping, detoxing impurities from your body, which goes along with the fast, which like I said, we're going to talk about later. Per the scriptures, the heathens and or strangers ate everything. And then whatever the children of Israel, whenever the children of Israel follow behind them, these things happen. High blood pressure, um, high cholesterol, diabetes, fatty liver, cancer of any of your organs or all, liver cancer, pancreas, uh, pancreatic cancer, colon cancer, intestinal cancer, breast cancer, throat cancer, stomach cancer, circulatory system problems, uh, endocrine problems, which is the circulatory system, um, any and all problems, because you're following a diet that did not coincide with your forefathers. The European diet is not for the children of Israel, straight up and down. It's not for them, okay? This is why the Most High said the laws, when you don't follow his laws, statutes, precepts, and command, curses come with them. I didn't already said that in the scriptures, in my scriptural lesson, go to them. The Most High even threatened the children of Israel and told the prophets that the children will be eating poop from the heathens that they were scattered in, okay? As well as other defiled foods since they continue to follow the ways of the heathen. And I'm gonna read those scriptures in a minute. When you damage your temple, the ruach cannot reside in it. And this goes with the things that you eat. Your actions and your thoughts, because you are considered polluted. First Corinthians 3, 16 and 17, the King James Version says, know not, I already said this, I'm going to say it again, know not that you are the temple of the Most High and that the Ruach of the Most High dwells in you. If any man defile the temple of the Most High, him shall the Most High destroy. For the temple of the Most High is holy, which temple are you? Aha, and 1 Corinthians 7 and 23, another key, um, KJV, King James Version. Ye are brought with the price, but not ye the servants of men. 1 Corinthians um, 6 and 19 says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Most High's Ruach, which is in you? which ye have of the most high and ye are not your own. I just, I'm gonna break all of it down. The body's not yours. The most high gave you the body on loan. Treat the body right so that the Ruach can live in the body and talk to you. That's what I just said in my language. Okay, from the King James. The more you defile your body with the food you shouldn't eat, the shorter your lifespan. That's scriptural too. And there are currently modified foods that are in what we eat today. And we don't know what the long-term effects will have on our bodies. And um, this shortens the lifespan. Also sugar, 
Anything processed in white is not good for you. I don't care what people say. Oh, white is wonderful and great. No, honey. You putting it in your body, it's going to kill you. Okay? White sugar is more addictive than crack and coke. No lie. Okay? Per a study, there's, there's been scientific studies for those people who don't believe nothing and they believe in science. Look this study up with white sugar and mice. Okay, they did this sugar with white, uh, they did this study with white sugar and mice. They put cocaine in one um, little uh, water thing, cocaine, and they put sugar water in the other. And they wanted the mice to go to it to see which one was more addictive. What did the mice go to? The sugar water. And they was acting like fools. And they had a little, um, a, a short lifespan. Okay, so, um, Per the study with the mice and the sugar water and within itself is the devil. The sugar, white flour, white sugar, all that is the devil, okay? They strip it down to the bone and it ain't worth nothing. There's no nutritional value in it. And it'll last forever. <laughs> forever. It'll last. They just strip every good, everything out of it because regular sugar is not white. It's brown, it's dark. That's how natural sugar is. And they strip it, take all the molecules out of it and then they'll try to put something else in it. Now, why would you do that? For money. Anyway, we ain't gonna get into that. It's easy to be persuaded to eat something quick and to satisfy a sweet tooth or a salty taste. But we must remember, many of these things are toxic to the body. And you are usually eating things that are GMOs, which is genetically modified. That means it's not real. Frankenfood. And the body doesn't know how to process them or how to expel them. So that's how you get fat because the, bo the body don't know what to do with it. The body knows what to do with natural things, but it don't know how to, they don't, doesn't know how to process something that is foreign to it. Okay. In the time of the unknown, food is scarce. There is such a thing as food insecurity. And sometimes quick foods are not the best for you. Neither are fast foods, okay? A quick food would be something like macaroni and cheese. Fast food was, is going to the fast food re um, restaurants. You already know what it is. You know those fast food restaurants. Okay, like McDonald's and Burger King and all of that, Kentucky Fried Chicken, which they call KFC because it ain't real chicken. Anyway, okay, so um, neither are fast foods because you really don't know where they came from and how they're made. Um, and this is exactly what the Most High told the children of Israel. When they go out into the land of their captivity, when they spread out for not listening, they will eat abominable things. And that's what they're doing right now. That's why they got all of those um, medical problems. You have to live a balanced life as well as eat a balanced meal because too much of anything will make you sick. Fast food, processed foods, not real foods, white sugar, um, white foods, which is sugar, flour, etc. GMO foods, which by the way, nine times out of 10, when you go into, and this is just happening, this is just happening because I am very conscious 
of what I eat. I am extremely conscious of what I eat. And what happens is when I go to the supermarket, or I go wherever I go to buy my food, I look at the back of the, um, where the ingredients are and I look at the calories simply because I need to know what's in this food. I need to know. Okay, I grow my own vegetables and I grow my own, well, I used to grow my own food, a fruit until the dead on bugs killed my tree. But anyway, um, when I do go to the market and I get certain foods and it's in a box or a can or whatever it is, because I really don't like canned food, but because we are living in a time of uncertainty, you need to stock up. So what I do is I read the back. If it says, because at the very end and it's real small, it says this food um is genetically modified not like that but in those words it if it's um it'll tell you that it's genetically modified a lot of times it has to and in more and more foods like especially canned soups and stuff like that you will see genetically modified ingredients it will say that or is it'll say something to the fact that it's genetically modified try to stay away from me and i understand those people who have uh they live on um fixed incomes and stuff like that but if you try a little harder and you focus more you can find things that are more um economical that are healthier for you there's more healthier choices if you do a little bit more research before you go out and remember a lot of people remember we live in a microwaveable society microwaveable society and a lot of people not doing that but for those who really care about your health, because health is wealth, you'll do what you need to do to be healthy. Okay. The Most High knew that his children would have a problem with food. And he told our forefathers and the prophets what would happen. And it is happening. So don't be surprised when you see the children of Israel are more sick than anybody else. It's because they're eating things that their body cannot process. Like I said, the Eurocentric diet is not for the children of Israel. And it wasn't meant to uh, be their uh, choice of what they ate. Nor were they meant to have it. So now I'm going to read some scriptures to you. And then, what's that? One, two. I'm going to read some scriptures to you. All right, now, this is Deuteronomy 14, 3 through 20. Now, I'm not going to decipher this. I'm just going to read it. If you want it deciphered, go to my lessons on the platform library and go to Deuteronomy, uh, I believe it was 14 and 15. And I broke it down to you, but I'm just going to read it um, for the sake of this lesson. And I'm doing it in the new international version, which is the regular English version. The only reason why I'm doing that is because it's quick and I want you to understand exactly what's being said. So you may not even know some of the animals that I'm going to name, but just know they are in the deer family. Okay. Okay. And it says, this is Deuteronomy 14, 3 to, through 20 in the um, NIV, new international version. Do not, this is the most highs, lowers. Do not eat any detestable thing. These are the animals you may eat. The ox, the sheep, the goat, the deer, the gazelle, which is in the deer family, the roe deer, which is a deer, the wild goat, the antelope in the deer family, and the mountain sheep. 
you may eat any animal that has divided hoof and chewed the cud. I just said that. However, of these, those that chew the cud or have a divided hoof, you may not eat the camel, uh -huh, the rabbit, or some other hare. It's another hare, which is a rabbit. Although they chew the cud, they do not have a divided hoof. They are ceremonially unclean to you. The pig is also unclean. The P-I-G, the pig, the pig, the pig, anything on the pig. And just putting a pin in that, Eurocentric uh, thoughts and living, they do everything with the pig. They put it in makeup, they put it in, and uh, makeup is an abomination, by the way. The angels, the um, the fallen angels taught uh, human women how to wear makeup. But anyway, I digress. Anyway, the pig is in so many things. It's in makeup, it's in food. They put in pig hearts in human beings. I mean, they doing everything. Okay, and that's the Eurocentric way. Anyway, so the pig is ceremonially unclean. Although it has a divided hoof, it does not chew the cud you are not to eat their meat or touch their carcasses. Now, of all the creatures living in the water, you may eat any that has fins and scales. And I ain't gonna go through that again, but, but anything that does not have fins and scales, you may not eat for it is unclean. I already said that, okay? I'm on um, 11. You may eat any clean bird, but these you may not eat. The eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite um, is kind of a, um, a eagle. A hawk, I'm sorry, it's kind of a hawk. Um, the black kite, any kind of falcon, falcon, any kind of raven, the horned eagle, any kind of eagle, any kind of owl, I'm just going to say, because I ain't even going to go, any seagull, any hawk, um yeah and that's what it keeps going the ostrich any of them okay and it talks about the insects but i ain't going into the insects because gross okay daniel 1 8 through 16 and this is what it says now why am i reading from daniel because i already told you daniel was telling you about um end times and how the children of israel is going to fall in the fourth kingdom Actually, they fell a long time ago, but the fourth kingdom is the Eurocentric kingdom. And that's where the children of Israel that are scattered are now. Eurocentric rule. That's why I'm saying what I'm saying. So Daniel 1, 8 through 16 in the New International Version. But Daniel, and I'm giving you a reason why, because they're still listening to the laws. And this is when they went into King Nebuchadnezzar's uh, in Babylon. They went into Babylon. Okay, King Nebuchadnezzar was uh, a Babylonian king. This is not the first time uh, Babylon had something to do with the children of Israel, but this is when they went into bondage. So, um, the Most High said, don't eat other people's food. The Most High said, only sacrifice animals from your own uh, flock. Nobody else's flock because they all defiled. The Most High said that the children of Israel was his apple of his eye and everybody else worshiped devils they spit in the bucket. I'm quoting scriptures here. Now I'm gonna tell you what Daniel said. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. When they went into captivity, 
then uh, the children of Israel in Babylon, they were supposed to eat the meat, the defiled meat. Now, I must, I'm going to give you a little, little heads up on what's going on. When the children of Israel went into bondage in Babylon, they went into bondage with the Medes and the, um, the Persians and all that. These are other melanated um, kingdoms, okay? Did they abuse the children of Israel? Yes, but not nearly as the Eurocentric kingdoms did. Not nearly, because in Babylon, the children of Israel, they took the best children of Israel, the best out of them when they conquered the children of Israel, but not listening. This is what Babylon did. They took them and they became a part of um, the kingdom. They took the smartest, they took the best looking, and they became a part of the kingdom. So they was eating whatever the heathens was eating, and that's what it was. Now, in the last kingdom, they was just killing them and being slaves. But that wasn't exactly what was happening in those early kingdoms. So listen to what I'm saying to you. Daniel wasn't going to eat their defiled food because they could still worship their own Yah. They could still worship the Most High. Okay? All right? It's not like the fourth kingdom. So it, this is first Daniel, Daniel 1, 8 through 16. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food because that food was being um, worship, used to worship devils and idols. That's why you couldn't eat nobody else's food, okay? So he didn't eat the food and the wine and he asked the chief official for the permission not to eat the defiled food, okay? Now the Most High had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I am afraid, my lord, the king, who has assigned your food and drink, why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? The king would have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard, whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Now, let me put a little point, a little pin in there. People say Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but that's not their name. Their names was changed to Babylonian names. The Babylonian names was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Does that sound like Yah or El was in their names? Anywhere? For people to think the Babylonian name was the, the, uh, the name of the most high that's named under the most high no it wasn't they babylonian names shadrach meshach and abednego are babylonian names understand that the children of the most high whose names of uh who had the name of the most high their names were hananiah mishael and azariah that's the name and then they got their names changed when they got stolen and, and brought over to Babylon, to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So that is not their names. I don't care how many people in the church tell you that's their names. That's the Babylonian rename of them. Yeah. So anyway, 12, please test your servants. This is Daniel telling the guard, test us because we don't want to eat your food. Just give us vegetables and we're going to be good. 
because that's the most high. That's what the most high um, dietary laws say, vegetables. If you have to eat meat, these are the clean meats. But vegetables is going to be your meat. That's what it says. We're going to keep going. Please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance to the to that of the other men who eat the royal food, which is detestable. And treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to test them after the 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, they look healthier and more nourished than any of the ones that ate the detestable royal food. So the guard took away their choice food, which was detestable, all the royal meats that was um, um, served to the gods, and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. Aha. Now I'm going to go to Ezekiel 9, excuse me, Ezekiel 4, 9 through 17. And this is in the King James Version, okay? And it says, now I'm going to break it down after I finish reading it. Take thou also unto the wheat. This is the curse that the Most High put on the children of Israel. And he's telling the major prophet Ezekiel exactly what's going to happen to the children of Israel when they go into bondage. Now I'm going to put a pin in that. This was the time when they went into bondage within those four kingdoms, like the first four kingdoms. Um, kingdom number one, which was Babylon. Kingdom number two was the Medes. Then it was the Persians. Um, that's two, three. And the fourth kingdom was the Roman kingdom, which is um, Europe, Eurocentric. So that was the last rule, which is now. I'm just talking, I'm talking about all of them because the most I said, when I scatter you, you're going to be eating poop. Now listen to what I said. Take thou also, this is the most high talker to Ezekiel. Take thou also unto thee wheat and barley and beans and lentils and millet and fitches and put them in one vessel and make thee bread thereof according to the number of days that thou shalt lie upon thy side. 390 days should thou eat of there. The most high told uh, Ezekiel to lay on your side one side for a certain amount of days and then the other side for a certain amount of days. And for every uh, days is gonna be years. So the reason why the Most High is saying that is because the children of Israel getting ready to go into bondage and the Most High is telling the um, prophet to tell them before they went to bondage and they went to bondage. But this is what they're gonna have to endure when they go into bondage. And thy meat each thou shall eat shall be by weight. So that means the meat that you're going to eat is going to be by weight because you ain't going to hardly get none. 20 shekels a day from the time from time to time, you shall eat it. You ain't going to be able to eat meat every day. This is the prophecy. Thou shall drink also water by measure, a sixth part of a hen. From time to time, you shall drink. Now, you already know, especially in the land of um, the, your bondage, your ancestors didn't hardly get nothing to drink or nothing to eat. This is what I'm trying to tell you. This is what the most I say. You're going to be in the land of your captivity. You ain't going to hardly eat no food. You ain't going to eat the food I told you. You're going to be eating poop now. And thou shalt eat it as barley cakes, and thou shalt bake it with poop. Uh-huh. Human poop you're going to bake it with. Human crap you're going to bake it with. 
that come out of a human man, you're going to bake it with. These barley cakes with human poop in their sight. And the Most High said, even thus shall the children of Israel eat defiled food from the Gentiles. Uh-huh. Wherever I drive them. And I said, this is Ezekiel saying, almost high, behold, my soul have not eaten polluted food at all. From my youth, even to now, I have not eaten anything that died of itself or has torn in pieces, neither came their abominable flesh unto my mouth. That means he wasn't eating no meats or nothing. He was a vegetarian. And he said unto me, this is the most I saying, lo, I have given you cow's poop in the place of man's poop so that you can prepare your bread. That means your food. Moreover, he said to me, son of man, behold, I will break the staff of bread in Jerusalem and they shall eat bread by weight and with care and they shall drink water by measure with astonishment that they may want bread and water and be astonished one with another and consume away for their iniquity. Now I'm going to break it down in regular English language. My language, my New York language. I'm going to tell you that the Most High is telling Ezekiel, this is what's going to happen to the children of Israel. They're going to be eating human feces by the people who's going to have them in captivity. Now, look up what happened to the slaves. Wherever you are, look it up, Google it, do whatever and see what they ate. Human feces and whatever their captors gave them. They barely ate, but you better damn well feed your masters. You ain't eating nothing. You would think the people that um, the slaves or the children of Israel who went into bondage, they had to be in the kitchen, in the White House, in the big house. You would think they was eating good, but no, they didn't eat. They ate less than everybody else. Uh-huh. And even in some cities or some states, the people who was supposed to be in the big house, they was chained to the ovens. Okay? Talk about abominable. Was they eating human feces? Yes, they was. And they was eating scraps and, and intestines and poop and everything. Yes, they were. Is this not a prophecy of the Most High through Ezekiel? Yes, it was. I'm not joking when I say that. They was eating human feces and probably still are. The food that we eat in today is a Eurocentric diet and the animals are sick animals. Are they still feeding them to the other animals? Yes. Are you eating them? Hell yeah. The Most High was not lying. You will be eating defiled food. Children of Israel in the land of your captivity. Now I'm going to read Ezekiel 5 from the internet, the new international version, and it's going to talk in straight up regular language. And it says, this is five, uh, this is five, uh, la, 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 la. is that one? Okay, one through um, 13. Now, son of man, still talking to Ezekiel, take a sharp sword. This is what's going to happen to the children of Israel. Okay, all throughout, excuse me, their captivity. All throughout, and remember, they went into captivity several times. So this is the stuff that's going to happen to them. Remember, the most I say is only going to be a remnant. So listen to what I'm getting ready to say to you. Now, the son of man, take a sharp, he, the most high is talking to Ezekiel. Take a sharp sword 
and use it as a barber's razor to shave your head and your beard. Then take a set of scales and divide up the hair. When the days of your siege come to an end, burn one third of the hair inside the city. Take one third and strike it with a sword all around the city and scatter one third in the wind. Now, one third, one third, and one third is a whole. So the Most High is telling Ezekiel to cut it in three pieces, three even pieces, this whole pie, cut it in three even pieces. And he's telling them what to do with each piece. For I will pursue them, talk about the children of Israel, with the drawn sword. So yes, that means they had to get rushed out of their land. So, uh, people was coming to conquer them. So from the sword, they will be conquered. That's one third. But take a few hairs and tuck them away in the folds of your garment. So some people was left. A predominant amount was um, chased out of their land by the sword, by war. Again, take a few of these and throw them into the fire and burn them up. That means they're gonna be killed. The fire will spread from there to all Israel. This is what the sovereign most high says. This is Jerusalem, which I have set in the center of the nations with countries all around her. Yet in her wickedness, she has rebelled against my laws and decrees, laws, statutes, precepts, and commands than the nations and countries around her. She has rejected my laws and has not followed my decrees. Therefore, this is what the Most High El says. You have been more unruly than the nations around you and have not followed my decrees, Lord, statute, precepts, commands, or kept my laws. You have not even conformed to the standards of the nations around you, which is wicked doing whatever you want to therefore this is what the most high l says to you i myself am against you jerusalem and i will inflict punishment on you in the sight of the nations because of all your detestable idols i will do to you what i have never done before and will never do again therefore in your midst Parents will eat their children and children will eat their parents. And that has happened in the history of uh, children. I will inflict punishment on you and I will scatter all your survivors to the winds. That means the four corners of the earth. He said he's going to uh, scatter the children of Israel. And that's where they are right now in the land of their captivity. Wherefore, as surely as I live, declares the most high, because you have defiled my sanctuary with your vile images and detectable practices, I myself will shave you. I will not look on you with pity or spare you. A third of your people will die of the plague or perish by famine inside you. A third will fall by the sword outside your walls and a third I will scatter to the winds and pursue with drawn sword. Then my anger will cease and my wrath against them will subside and I will be avenged. And when I have spent my wrath on them, they will know that I am the most high that has spoken in my zeal. I will make you a ruin and a repro reproach among the nations around you. 
in the sight of all who pass by, you will be a reproach and a taunt, a byword, a warning and an object of horror to the nations around you. When I inflict punishment on you in anger and in wrath and with stinging rebuke, I, the Most High, have spoken. When I shoot at you with my deadly and destructive arrows of famine, I will shoot and destroy you. I will bring more and more famine upon you and cut off your supply of food. I will send famine and wild beasts against you and they will leave you childless. Plague and bloodshed will sweep through you and I will bring the sword against you. The Most High has spoken. Now I ask you, what happened to the children of Israel before they were scattered um, through the four corners of the globe? They was conquered four times. They were scattered. Right now, the last worst world rulers that scattered them, they are currently, the children of Israel are currently in the land of their captivity today. Okay? Yahudah's nation was scattered, okay? It's supposed to be nine and a half nations that's in Africa and one and a half nations that's scattered, okay? And that that's um, 11 and a half because Manasseh is only a half a nation and that's one of the children of uh, Yosef, okay? So that's where the children of Israel are right now. Why does that matter? because they following behind the people that captured them. They following their dietary laws and it's killing them. That's the point of this lesson. You need to turn from your wicked ways and hear from the most high. And a part of your wicked ways is eating the foods that you shouldn't be eating. A Eurocentric diet, children of, uh, children of Israel is not your diet. I don't care where you are in the four corners of the earth, because I know in different countries and continents, you're there too. You ain't supposed to be following behind those people's uh, laws and their eating habits. The dietary laws of the Old Testament are yours. That is how you live long and your body's gonna be healthy. To continue to follow, and I'm talking about the people in the United States and Europe, because the children of Israel were scattered there too. To follow behind a Eurocentric diet is death to you, okay? Your dietary laws does not consist of what their dietary laws consist of, and you need to change your diet. Now, this lesson could be five hours long because I could just dig into the scriptures and tell you everything that the Most High said about it. But I think you understand and you get it by reading Ezekiel when the Most High said, the heathens are going to be serving you human poop. And they do. And they have been since the beginning. Okay? The diet that you're eating now is detestable, it's abominable, and the Most High does not allow it. You need to turn from your wicked ways and eat your own food. You could grow your own container garden. You could grow your own garden in your backyard. Do as much as you can the children that are in your land of your captivity, do as much as you can. I have a container garden and I have a few fruit trees that I have planted from seed. Duh. 
and I harvest my garden and the things I can't, I try to stick as natural and as healthy as possible. My husband and I, we don't eat a lot of meat at all. And the more and more things get bad because we can't grow our own livestock. We don't have uh, that type of situation that we live in. <laughs> we don't have that type of situ uh, living situation to have livestock. But if we did, we probably would have a little bit of livestock. But um, we don't eat a lot of meat and we have vegetables and fruit as our daily um, diet repertoire. Okay, that means every day we eat fruit, fruits and vegetables. Every day. Every day we eat them. Whether we eat a little bit of meat or no meat, every day we eat vegetables. And we, we're learning how to fast because I've never, well, I've, I've been fasting for the last three days today. Uh, but um, we haven't tried um, a real fast. We have tried um, short fasts little bursts of fast, which um, they call um, intermittent fasting. So that's like um, not eating for like eight hours or 12 hours or something like that. And just drinking water to detox your body because detoxing and fasting is very good for you. And when I start doing detoxing and fasting, I'm going to tell you what, it, uh, what the scriptures say about it because um, detoxing and fasting actually drive out devil. A part of exercising devils is top, uh, detoxing and fasting. Okay, so when I get into that, I will be mentioning that. But um, that's all I'm going to talk about in regards to the dietary laws now. Um, my suggestion to the children of Israel and anybody who wants to be healthy, because I mean, this is not this is for the children of Israel because the Most High is dealing with the children of Israel. But this is actually to go for anybody. Because the food now is very questionable. The food now is very questionable. And if you don't believe me, go to the, go do some history from 2016 when the crops, the corn crops start uh, failing to now and find out what's going on. You're going to be surprised. It's going to knock your socks off. So what I'm saying is try to be more mindful of what you eat and try to stick to the dietary laws, which consist of more vegetables. You know, detox your body. You will lose weight. You will have more clarity. You will be able to detox the food from your body and your body will heal itself. If you learn how to use the dietary laws to the best of your ability, it will actually heal you. Um, my concern is for the children of Israel. And, um, you know, I'm really concerned. So that's why I did this first lesson about uh, dietary laws. The next one I'll do about detoxing and I'll read you more of what the scriptures say. So like I said, I could be on this all day, but I, wa I want this to be short simply because um, I'm very long-winded, honey, I could talk for hours, but um, I need to be to the point and um, give as much information as possible so that you can live a better life, you know, physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. I want you to be whole, honey. So with that, I am finished this lesson. I hope that this lesson edified you and um, until next time. It's good to hear the word of truth from the most high. 
but you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.